Consider yourselves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time. Hey, 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 welcome once again to another super fun and fantastic episode of the Gay Agenda YYC. Oh my god, it's season four. So excited. I know I took a long extended break. I wasn't dead. I didn't get the vid. Uh, I was not on some Atlantis sea cruise. I swear I've been here the entire time. Uh, I am here with the incomparable and always delightful... Daniel, um, a lot of you will know him as, what, Mernsky.fit? Yes. Is that what Mernsky it is on fit. the Insta? So yes, you've probably seen him when he shot stardom in his jockstrap <laughs> and a harnesses. I, I know because that's when I started, well, of course, a year, it was, I was ogling you all the time. And I think I started out from my basic flirting of, oh, wow, hearts and all this stuff. And now it's pretty much gone to slap me with your meat daddy. I think that's really where it's gone. So it's uh, one of those things that is, uh, it's weird because we've talked for so long, but we've never met. So this is the first time we met. Actually, no, I'm going to rewind that. This is the second time we've met, but you didn't know that. I think I know where now. (laughs) Was it the fetish fest? No, no, no. It was actually in real life. Um, you came to my work. What? Yeah, you did. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, yeah, oh I'm, now I'm gonna go back in, in memory. I'm like, oh, what? You were. Yeah, you came in. Um, and I think it was you were with your girlfriend, and you were you were buying stuff. Everyone knows that I kind of do that thing. You were wearing your like shredded tank top, middle of summer, and I'm like, holy. F- Fuck Jesus. And so I'm like trying to run away and trying to like peek down and out at the same time because it's like this Adonis is in there. I'm like, but I can't let him see me because, oh my God. So yeah, that was, it was really weird. I was buying sex toys? No. Oh, I was trying to think like, that would give away this story. And I'm like, okay, it's only a few stories. not buying sex toys. Uh, So yes, anyways, I I always wanted to get that out there that um, I had creeped you and ran away because I was such a panicky bitch. What a small world. Yeah. So... Welcome. To your humble abode. Yes, exactly. My, my <laughs> Finally inside you. Cute. Yeah, he is <laughs> inside me, deep inside me, right in the middle. It's almost to my stomach. I, I don't know. Is that <laughs> anymore? Uh, so we are, we're talking today because he has, on the Insta, he's, he's been doing the things, he's been showing his booty and all the sexiness, but he's also been promoting healthy lifestyle, healthy living, all that stuff. You also recently kind of just did a spin-off and you've started creating... It's, is it Coach Marinsky? Are you still doing that? Yeah, that, like just a private one because I found that when I meet new people, it sometimes is a lot to handle for new people. Yep. They don't know me personally. I'm a very unique personality, so I don't know how to engage with people. Be like, hey, 
follow my life and everything I do openly. Yeah, look at my like, hole. Yeah, exactly. I need to yeah. ease them into it. So that's my easing them into me kind of okay. thing. That's the foreplay account. Okay. Basically. Which I think I totally get, especially a lot of people that are on the socials. You will get the people that have either their Insta or their Finsta or their Twitter and their alt. And a lot of the times their real personalities, yeah, are on the Twitter. But who they want to be is on their alt. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Um, I know I'm even... People want to be who they want to be on Insta and on their Finstas and whatever, whatever. I have found that um, when I when I started the gay agenda YYC, uh, I enjoyed being that person because that person is so much more that like the person I want it to be than my actual Instagram. So it, my actual Instagram is still up there. I literally haven't posted a pic in yeah. like a year, but. I think I've got more interaction and everything else with my Instagram account that's on the Gidge and YYC. And I, could, I could see that because I think a lot of people, um, we like our hobbies and we share our hobbies, but not all of us is likable. At the end of the day, like, let's face it, everyone's human. We all have like good sides and bad sides, everything. So you don't want everyone to notice all of you, except for those people that can love you for all of you. Yeah. So that's why I like... Even my Instagram, as weird as it was, I used to be a lot more fake, if you want to put that like a persona-y, because I was, when I used to be a marketer and stuff, my image was literally to get people excited, interested, and just curious, like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Yeah. Like, all flashy and stuff, where there wasn't any personality, where now I did it more, it, it is a, only a single part of me, but it was a part of me, realistically, just to kind of, at first, keep myself accountable and see, like, as my anxiety and depression, as you might know, we talked about that I have, it was actually for me to look back on my pictures and be like, okay, you are doing good for yourself. Cause every day when I don't have a mirror, I actually see myself as the old me. Yeah. Still, still to this day. Yeah. When I started the Instagram, um, it was literally just for that, just to see my picture over and over again. But that's what actually got me into modeling too, was originally, originally, even before Zen, which everyone, Zen is really the reason why everyone knows me. He's like my, my uh, Charlie's Angel. He's yes. my he's my boss. Bosley. Yeah, he's my mm-hmm. Bosley. Right. So before that, um, I did work with like one or two photographers, and mostly I was just showing my picture, like myself on selfies, just flexing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it really was more of a fitness account to try to just keep myself accountable and feel good. And then I thought it was actually a girl that I was sleeping with at the time that was an OnlyFans model, and she was like, "You should just do TFP." If you want to get into like fitness stuff, like you don't want to pay, I don't pay, just go for TFP. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. Joined a page, uh, found a photographer, did some fitnessy stuff, which is like, I have it archived on mine because I removed all that to kind of rebrand myself yep. and go in the direction I want to. But um, that was it. I started with fitness and just get my body image and trying with different photographers. And then I thought, um, maybe I want to try some modeling. And that was the reason why I was back when I was younger, I was always actually like, bullied for my looks Mm -hmm. so i had a weird glow up in between middle school to high school where like it was really just a weight loss journey but for some reason it changes your face and everything it totally does yeah so i've done it like three times yeah same i've exactly i go through it a lot so (laughs) when my first time when i did that it made me where i felt like i had a really i did feel like i wanted to do modeling but i wasn't good enough so it's one of those things like i'm like i feel like i'm attractive but not attractive enough to be a model yeah um, and I'll even show you while we're talking here. I actually have, like, my grad photo. I use as, like, my first, like, oh, I want to be a model. And I took a cute grad photo of myself being all model I uh, kind of wanted to do it. So that's what got me into doing the modeling with Zen was I was like, I want to be a model. And 
I first went to an agency and they're like, you need to get headshots and pay uh-huh. for all this stuff. And I was like, look, guys, oh, no, nah, thank you. Have you heard of the internet? Yeah, because exactly. you can do it yourself now. Uh, they're a big agency, but they were uh, they want to do that stuff. So I was like, ah, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's where I met with Zen, and like he was just really. There's not that many people who want to shoot with a male model. Yeah, most photographers want to yeah. shoot. If you want to say I want to shoot fitness or like dudewar, I guess as it's called. Yeah, they don't want to. But Zen was willing to go open arms. And I'm like, I'm new. I know nothing about modeling. I don't know how to pose. Yeah. I'm awkward as fuck. I don't know. Like literally, I'm still learning bodybuilding poses. So I don't know. So he kind of took me under the wing, and kind of created me in a yep. weird way yep. um, and that's where I started he was even when he did his photos we noticed that all my following became more males I was expecting to be a balance because I, yep. I think like I think any beauty is beautiful I'm one of those people that can appreciate all um, but it was just all dudes so I was like wow like what's going on he's like you're kind of like gay baiting and I was like what <laughs> like is that a thing but this was this is what I wanted to do. like this was me in high school I'm like my peak yeah beauty I was like yeah, it works yeah I was I was heavier then but I was also like the scene kid that was just how yep. I how I kind of rolled about um, it, right? I'm, I'm going to give you some Super D right now. So it was a black and white shot with really huge lapels on a white shirt. With it's a black. Like Mariana's Trench, Yes, right? it's, it is very, like, 03. It's wild. Shaggy hair, of course. All dark. I'm surprised he's not wearing his, like, midnight eyeliner. I was an eyeliner kid, but one of our friends were. But I was on the football team and all that stuff, and this kid was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I know. You, you shouldn't have choked on my dick right before. Uh, was, always after, that's a problem. Like, it was amazing, but now I can't talk. It just always too much comes out. It's like, you know, always a cup and a half. <laughs> I can't control videos. that. Those are terrible. Yeah, the, the videos are on the fans. People can see it, yeah. Mm. But um, I, I was definitely a scene kid all throughout my school. Like, you can even see when I was, my first pictures trying oh, to be like, when I God. first had a webcam, like 14. That was 14. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be all hot. Oh my god, those are like screenshots straight from To Catch a Predator. Yeah. Like, what have you done? And that's the, uh, that's me standing all glorious. You know, it's kind of hot in like, um, I don't know, in a preteen, thinking I'm sexy kind of way. I, I, was, uh, I was a good scene kid, I think. Like, yeah. I was a good scene kid. And then I was always like, that was my chunky that never got girls, dang. Okay. So it was, it was a I'm big... I'm sure you're a lot of girls' best friend. Uh, yes, because I was very metro. So I actually mm-hmm. was the guy that would go to girls' parties and get makeup put on me, walk in heels, because I knew how to do it. Because yeah. I was like, I was very, in a weird way, like, while I was straight, I understood the concept because I did have gay friends. And I understood that, like, I wasn't normal. Yeah. But I like girls. Like, I was very hypersexual. And I have never gone through, like, a molestation or anything like that. But I'm the only person in our family that, like, is extremely hypersexual. Like, most of my brothers lost their virginity 21, mm-hmm. 22. I was 14. Yeah. Like, by the time I was 22, I slept with probably 50-plus people. Yeah. Now it's over 120. I don't know. I don't know. I, saw, I, tried, to, I tried to not count because it's just one of those things. Like, what's the point even now? I don't, I don't have it on the blockchain. I can't keep track of it official. Um, we, uh, I had this discussion with somebody yesterday about their sleep number. And uh, it's, it's funny because a lot of people, they asked me what mine was. I'm like, fuck, like I can remember. And... Uh, <clears throat> They're like, I'm like, well, I know how many it's been this year. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously, because it's only been like less than a month. I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. yeah. I can count that. But you do lose count after a while. Yeah. It's like, you remember the experiences and you remember the good ones? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to remember all of them. Like, I try, I, I, yeah, that's the thing. And a lot of them are recounts too, like mm-hmm. repeat customers. Because I don't like one night stands. I'm oh, God, I, I, I never count a repeat well, customer. Yeah. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a, in a future because there's something about me there. But back to the Instagram. So. Yeah. 
Um, with that, I actually, as I started getting a following, for me, how I thought of it is modeling is modeling. It's like acting. If okay. you are an actor who's a gay actor and you are in straight roles because your heart throbbed to girls, or if you're a straight actor and you need to do gay roles because your heart throbbed to guys, yeah. do your job, yeah. right? So in me, modeling was as long as you enjoy it, I don't care who, like, I like the attention period. It's yeah. not like I'm trying to do it to find a girlfriend or to like realistically use it to like find girls to sleep with. That wasn't my intention with modeling. It yeah. was to be confident in myself. And to be honest, as weird as it sounds, there's a different kind of confidence you get when a girl compliments you or someone of your same sex compliments you. Cause yeah. it's, it's, it is a weird difference. So, mm -hmm. but it's a good difference. So I started with that. And then what happened with the only fans even was as I started doing that, I actually just got messages from people saying, can you start an OnlyFans so I can see you naked and pay you to see you naked? Yeah. And I was very shy, actually. So I was like, I, I'm like, but money. Like, yeah. Like, because like, I always in my life wanted to be an adult star. It was one of those weird bucket lists. It was, but yeah. I, but not in the weird, like, douchey way. I actually, when I do things, I do it to a yeah. full heart. You don't want to be a Ron Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, when I thought, I was like, for sure. So when I first got into it, it was very much like the implied mood that you see on Instagram, too. I would put the ones that now you can constantly see why I had to open it because I get I'm almost deleted, guys. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. I might have to make a backup account. Yeah, but, it just uh, happened today. We're so yeah. sad. Yeah. But um, so with that, I basically put those pictures first on the OnlyFans and just like a few followers, and then I had people saying like, "Can I see you fully nude?" And I was so scared that I was like, "For fifty dollars, which is overkill." Like I don't know. Like at the end of the day, now that I know how much I'm like, yeah. I was like, "Daniel, what are you doing?" Yeah. But they were they got to be like the popping the cherry, so some yeah. people were willing to. And I'm actually very, I'm very happy about that because I still remember the first message and the first time I did it, it was someone that was, I don't know who it was. It was an unknown person. They said, Hey, I've been following you for a long time mm -hmm. and I want to see your, like, I want to see you hard. And I'm like, well, this is like, I've never done this for anyone. I'm really shy to do it. Cause I know that once this is out, it's going to be out there for life. Yeah. And for my whole life, I think it's a guy, all guys are insecure to a certain degree about their dick. It's just like yeah. a normal, like girls are with their body. Everyone is. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to do it anyways, but it's different when people are seeing it compared to using it as a tool. Yes. Because you can always use like a medium-sized tool better and good, but it's different than just looking at a medium-sized tool. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I'm not sure. But when I sent that picture, it actually helped me kind of do my naked stuff more because I had like the compliments they gave in that message were so nice. Mm -hmm. I think I have it saved still because it was such yeah. a nice compliment that I was like, wait, I actually have a good dick? Like, yeah. okay, like that, that actually like... Now I'm kind of like proud to show it more than like only showing it because you're demanding it. Kind of like yeah. it's not a it's not a shame thing. It's more of like an ex, like a pride thing. Yes. So that changed, and then I became more open and started like now you know there's full on just me jerking the turk yeah. all the way. Like most of them are just me solos because like when I'm horny I'm like well why don't I, like why am I not making this in the content? Because I was, I was actually thinking um, <laughs> I was thinking about it yesterday. Oddly enough, not like I think about you jerking off all the time. <laughs> But I was just, I'm like, but that's it. Like, if that is your normal, if that's your normal kind of thing, I was thinking about it when I was watching porn and I'm like, okay, so how does it actually happen? Because I know you do a lot of jerk off videos. So do you have to like, so you set it all up and you're in the mood but then it's like it's so much work that you still got to do it. But yes, it still feels so, good because you're jerking off. I right? have my iPad to watch my porn. Always. Yes. Yeah. Usually for me, because this is again going to lead into it. I'm a pleasure dog. So ever since I was young, I noticed I was really addicted to sex, but not for me to get off. I like getting other people off. Yep. That is to me like for whatever reason, 
it's like it literally is an obsession like i won't enjoy sex with a woman if they don't get off yeah. i will enjoy like yeah it feels good but i just like if they're like i need to get you off i'm like no like i will i will don't worry but yeah. you will first that's yeah, i can job. do this yeah yeah and that's so that became like a really big obsession of mine so with that my jerk off videos because especially when i'm in a relationship i like teasing my significant other yeah. so i would just film those for them save it and then put on only fans too because they <laughs> subscribe to my only fans yeah. and watch it too yeah, yeah. so that's kind of what started with that and i then did videos with zen because i wanted to like something i don't like the quality of my phone it sucks dick okay not in a bad way but like yeah. it's like a, it's like a beginner dick sucking yeah. it's not the new iphone it's a it's only it's only got one hole not the yeah. three so this is the kind of dick sucking you got in like high school with the chick with braces. like if i tr- i wouldn't say if i try i think i'm pretty good but yeah if, if if young me tried me yeah but with that it was so bad that um i wanted to do like professional ones so zen was my mm-hmm. first one to do that but also if you look in that i'm just a very it's weird. So I'm so openly sexually, but I also am very new to this entire industry. Yeah. So I had to watch porn and still to this day I have to watch porn while being filmed by myself because I'm not pleasing someone else. Yes. And so it's so much harder for me to get in the mood. So if you look at my professional videos, I'm actually watching porn while doing like yeah. the voyeur thing. Because and it's, is it um, – so then are you like are you able to still make – eye contact with the camera like are, oh, are you still it, more zoned into the porn it's weird so if i'm alone and this is the weirdest thing that i've noticed because since i've done more filming it's when i'm alone i feel like again it's i'm not like as so fucked up as it sounds because i'm not there to please a woman yeah i'm just there to film i'll have to first like get really good porn and get into it yeah once i'm into it i love staring at the camera okay yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter if a guy or girl's behind the camera i love staring into it but yeah if i was with a girl like right off the bat i i love the camera there immediately like there's, yes because i i get lost in my world that's like my way of doing it i'm like very yeah. i'm very uh kama sutra kind of sexual person okay. so that's why the pleasure dom worked it wasn't i don't think it was like i was obsessed with pleasure i felt like same way with the modeling it was like hey this is kind of my calling and it, not in like a cocky way but it was like I obsess about this and yeah. I learn about it and I listen to people's feelings and their movements. And to me, sex isn't just to get off like animals do. To me, it's more of like, can you make their soul feel something that is different? And yeah. I actually make it a challenge every time to be like, I want them to remember me. Yeah. I like it. It's so, it's so, I know it's so, it's so, uh, what's called selfish. It, it, like, it's not, it's not Cough, self-absorbed not, and it's not. Yeah, it's kind of, but It's it not is. egotistical. It isn't because, um, uh. I completely understand it because I'm exactly the same way. I, uh, I don't, I don't get. Off. Uh, yes, I can get off for sex, yeah. but again, I get off by pleasing my partner. Mm-hmm. So if I don't do that, I feel like I'm not a failure, but I feel like it's like, what have I done wrong that isn't working? Because that was your goal. So if you don't accomplish like, your that's goal, it. yeah, like I don't care if I finish. I just need you to finish. Because like, that gives you the satisfaction. Exactly. exactly. So that was kind of where the porn started. Or not the porn, but the OnlyFans. Is, that became a difficulty for me. So then when I was doing it, I love doing the solo stuff. But for me, I feel almost bad also for my photographer. Because like, most people that he films are adult stars that are yeah. in the gay industry. For them, they're like, they'd be like the same thing if I had like a girl I was really into filming me. Because that's when they're filming, Zen's filming them. They're into him. It works awesome. It's a very good yeah. dynamic. Yeah. And I'm one of his only straight like people so i get it. it's a different dynamic and it's harder for to like find that balance because yeah. even sometimes we've had things like hey do we want to like do you want me to do this i'm like no that just wouldn't make me comfortable because i'm just mm-hmm. like i'm while well, you I'm don't very open, sit on this huge dildo what well, Crazy. It's, well it's like while i'm open i'm just like i'm very i'm very straight open but i'm also i discussed this with someone else earlier as weird as it sounds while i'm straight like 
there's certain things if someone asked me if a girl had a strap on I would totally deep yeah. throat it yeah. for whatever reason that to me is like totally a-okay and not like it doesn't it doesn't rub me the wrong way and this is kind of where again this is another tangent so many tangents hey, sorry but after all the modeling the OnlyFans when people ask on the OnlyFans um, so I'll actually bring it together so it's not a tangent on the OnlyFans, after all that stuff, before I've done anything with women, a lot of people are like, let's do stuff with guys, do stuff with guys, do yeah. stuff with guys, please, I'll pay you, pay you, pay you. Yeah. I've been asked to be an escort on my Instagram from, I won't mention who because I respect the person, but yeah. really big money you probably would have been. I probably could have been relaxing on a beach, sugar baby, like yeah. more than I could have imagined. But um, I did go through something when I was younger that I think is why I'm open to a degree and then really shut off yep. after that. There's a, there is a wall. Yeah. Yes. And my wall was, I've, I vividly remember that, and I'm not going to try to bring up a name because I don't want this person to be blasted because he might be known by people. He's pretty like well-known in yep. the community yep. of different things. But um, when I was younger, I did have a lot of gay friends in the scene. like Because we were, we were all the like, punk kids. We like yep. respected. Um, he was actually one of the ones with me that with when one of our friends was being bullied for wearing eyeliner, he was a rookie on the football team. I was a senior. Um, he was being picked on relentlessly yeah. because, again, you're just a scene kid, like, thrown into lockers. Oh, like, exactly. Like, like, suicidal kind of depression. So me and one of my best friends, because I was... Pops were good times back then. Yeah. So me and a couple friends that were, like, more popular, but more, like, the alt-popular. Like, I was on the football team, on the band. I was on a roll. I was friends with all the friends groups because I just knew how to yeah. navigate myself. Yeah. I, um, I was Oddly, I was like that, too. Yeah. So, yeah. We did kind of that same thing where it was kind of like the pink shirt day where we actually wore eyeliner and dressed up exactly like an extremely scene. Yeah. Got girls to do our eyeliner and walk around did everything that day to kind of like represent like will you treat me differently just because i am dressed differently because you know who i am you don't know who this kid is you're just gonna yeah. bully him because of his look you know who i am now are gonna treat me differently and um we actually had people like this is why i'm such a very i give a shit about morals more than anything while i care about what people think if mm -hmm. you don't align with me i don't care what you think yeah yeah um i had some of my best friends from like football band and everything they looked at me and they're like i'm so disappointed in you daniel they literally looked at me and they're like what mm -hmm. you're doing so lame. I'm so yeah. disappointed. Like, you're, you're a disgrace right now. I don't think I can look at you right now. And they're like, these are people that I was, like, friends with for five years. I was like, really? Yeah. Well, that, like, in a weird way, well, I was, like, shocked. But I was relieved. I'm like, I'm glad I know what kind of person you are now. Yeah. Because you judge people based on their looks. Your image matters more than any kind of soul. Yeah. And that's where I, like, learned that that's, like, that was my biggest divide of life. And I kind of learned that. Yeah. But I um, think that actually um, is almost, it's a parallel of when uh, guys have to come out. And yeah. then they realize they tell who's people, a real friend, the, and that's exactly what it is. So, so you you got a little taste only because uh, you you know you're putting I on, put it on myself. And, and you're putting on an outfit, and but you can always go back to who you are. Once a guy says like uh, anyone, anyone says that they are other than anything that they're supposed to be, that's out, and they can't go back. Exactly. Right. So. so I'll show you an example of that because that's where I agree. Like, I believe that my friend who did it, he was one of the first people to come out as gay, the guy yep. that I'm about to talk to mm -hmm. in our school. But um, even if I show you kind of like the photos before I did that whole, like, awakening of my scene days, I was very, very, like, preppy. Yeah. Okay. So even before that, while you're doing that. Yeah. Um, so you did the whole scene. So you wore the eyeliner and you did that. So that did that actually start your scene journey? Like... Did you actually realize, hey, I kind of like this? And I was seen in middle school. Okay. And then I cut it out for, because I wanted to be cool. I was a Hollister yeah. kid and all that uh -huh. stuff. So like oh, Hollister. Yeah. All, you can see right there. So like cute Hollister <laughs> kid. And then immediately after, there. Like immediately dyed my hair. And then 
oh, that's just my memes because I like, and then like eventually just dyed it more and more and more and then got like more in scene yeah. and they just kept it. And that's when I graduated. I, you saw my, that was my grad yeah. photo. So I went from Hollister in grade nine and 10 because yeah. I was a rookie. I had to look up to the football players. Of course. Then when I became grade 11 and I stood up for myself and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to be who I am. I got a lip piercing because I broke my wrist in football and mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck. I can't play football and I want to do what I want to do. And my yeah. dad left and he hated long hair and piercings. Like yeah. he was, so that's how I was like, yeah, I'm going to do what I yeah, fucking want. Exactly. Now I can't. Did that, got pierced, got gauges and everything in my ears. So that kind of where I was like, fuck what anyone thinks. Cause everyone that told me to be who I shouldn't be was like an asshole to me in real life. Like mm-hmm. my father or friends or school. So I was like, no, yeah. fuck that. I was friends with the scene kids. I don't care who I was. Like I really was that good person where. I feel like that's in a weird way. Like it helped me a lot in life to be who I am because I don't judge people. Because yeah. I would like I don't want people to judge me. I'm not who I look like I am. Yeah. So that became a good uh, balance. But the friend that was a part of that, he was our senior and a gay friend, and really like he looked. He was really like good bro. But once he found a liking to me, um, things got a little bit odd. So yeah. when I was younger, I was like, I'm curious what it is to make up with a guy. I don't know if I'm gay or straight. Mm-hmm. I, and so one of our other friends was like, hey, if you want, he has a girlfriend. He was bisexual. He's like, hey, if yeah. you want to make out with me, my girlfriend's fine. I'm like, we had naked hot to parties all the time. Yeah. It was like really like, yeah. you know, we're kind of like sexual kind of erotic friends. So one day we're just like hiding underneath the pool table. So you're basically and, going to the high school from euphoria. Yeah. That, okay. that was, that was what we were just though. Not yeah. our high school, just our friends group. <laughs> yeah. So we were just hiding under the pool table and I was like, I want to make out. Just try it. He's like, okay. So I made out with him for like 30 seconds. I wasn't like turned on, but wasn't turned off. It was yeah. just like, it was like making out with your hand to me. Okay. I guess. And I was like, okay, like this isn't bad. Like you're like, you were good at like, he didn't touch me or anything weird. Or yeah. Just like, just maybe touch my face. Like just like a girl would. Right. Yeah. So that way I was very like, I enjoyed it. I was like, you know, it wasn't bad. If someone asked me to do this again, I wouldn't be ashamed. Yeah. Um, that guy got really jealous. Cause I guess him and him, that other guy got a big fight. So like, I, I told you Dan, he was my first kid. I would choose him for it. And like big fight. Long story short, when I was dating a girl later, he was always like, oh, I want to do stuff with you. I want to see yeah. you. Cause he just thought I was attractive at the time. Yeah. A girl was like, I want to see you make up the guy and maybe do like a threesome together. And I was like, again, a, pe- a woman pleaser, like, sure, you know, whatever yeah. you want. I have a guy that really wants to do stuff with me. I'm like, I'm his friend, so it's not gonna be weird. Um, uh, as yeah, we started, it's gonna be weird. yeah, as we started doing stuff, though, he got really into like, started kind of grabbing my crotch stuff, like really quick, like getting into sexual. It wasn't foreplaying yeah. a lot. She just like ripped him off, freaked yeah. out at him, freaked out at me. Was like, never again. Like, got super jealous. And ever since then, that guy. Um, in my adult phase, just kept on message me randomly like, "You're so cute. Can you just like show me a picture of your abs?" Like, mm. like, and again, I like the compliments because I was very insecure. So I'm like, "Of course." And then he'd be like, "Can can you just like show a picture of your underwear?" And like, eventually got uncomfortable. I was like, "No." Yeah. And then a little bit later, I got a message from a girl on Facebook that was being really flirty and hot, and asked me to send pictures to her, and she's sending pictures to me. I eventually found out that he was catfishing uh-huh. me and about four other of my friends that he found hot, and getting naked pictures of us. We were underage, most of them. Ugh. So I found out and I called him out on it. I was like, look, I'm going to not go to the cops, but never again. Yeah, yeah. And so ever from that point, I find like I have a very weird limit where like I knew where my comfort was and everything past that making out got forced upon me. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, now nice. I'm just like, nope, there's no pleasure in me anymore. It got it like it really did emotionally damage it for me, but it doesn't emotionally damage like rimming or anything things like that. It's just yeah. that scene of it. But, and this is the weirdest, but because in this past year of doing the modeling, I kind of got more into like a weird like not bisexual phase but mm-hmm. more bi curious. Yeah. And I learned that like as vain as it is, like if there was another version of me, I'd probably sleep with me. <laughs> like and that's I think why I work into fitness and yep. stuff and why I have the mustache and the image I want to do. Mm-hmm. I wanna look the way not for other people, but the way I want to feel sexy. Yeah. So whatever sexy is to me and it just like so happens to be a fit, you know, ripped, that's like like I like mm-hmm. the stud kind of look. Yeah. 
I don't know why, right? And it's the stud that's very gentle and kind, not the stud that's a douche. Yeah. And that was a very odd part of me. So I've noticed that because some people ask, like, I was like, I, I, when I get my clone wheelie down, I'm totally sucking my own dick. Yeah. Like, 100%. <laughs> we are not oh, 100%. That house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this me, it, like, that's the thing. So it's a very odd step for that, but that's where the modeling kind of perceived and kind of got me into it and realized, okay, while there's certain limits I'm comfortable with and I need to find to do this to love it because I don't want to yeah. do this to hate it. So yes. then the OnlyFans became where the jerk off, because I like that. If there's like a girl that I, if I was in a relationship, I'd want to be with that girl obviously in filming or yep. if she's comfortable with me filming with someone else, I would do that. So that's kind of where my adventures went. And then I kind of thought of it like after doing it, I'm like, you know what? I've made about a thousand, not a lot, like a thousand dollars for my first year of just putting jerk off videos on yep. OnlyFans. Nothing yep. much. I it don't. Does not, it, like, I, I do like not I tell everyone, it does not pay the rent. If you answer messages and do crazy, kinky, personal stuff, yep. yes. But yep. I don't do that. I keep it to where it's literally just, I'm making a thousand dollars a year off my jerk offs. Cool. Yep. I do that anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. I it's like, be doing it for I was free. almost considering just keeping my beard trimmings and selling that in a jar for $50 a year. Like, <laughs> whatever. In a jar. Send it away. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. That girl's smart. So, <clears> with that case, I thought, what would I want my image to be? Because while I do believe there is uh, money in gay baiting. I don't want to lie to people. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to think, oh, I'm signing up for him because I'm going to maybe be able to like do sexual things. That's I don't like lying to people. I'd rather be like, yes, if you, I love the attention from my guy, and if you like, I'll do like homoerotic pictures because I want to please everyone, and I love that. But when it comes like the sexual intercourse stuff, it's going to be more male to female. But if you can enjoy looking at me doing that, because the camera is going to be on me a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not sure with you, like, how do you, I find that when I talk to girls, they sometimes, most of the time, watch, like, equally gay porn and straight yeah. porn. So I don't know if it's for everyone. Like, me, I watch, my porn is very vanilla, as weird as it sounds. No, no, yeah, my no. life is way more extreme than my porn, because to me, it's just to get, all, like, just to get the, the fluid out of me, so yeah. I'm, like, back to life. Uh, no, it, uh, okay, you, you know what works for you. Mm-hmm. And it's a formula. So if it's vanilla porn and it's just the basics because you're watching some girl get pleased, that works for you. That is fine. And I think uh, if you were about to ask the question of what kind of porn do I watch, can yes, I, um, I do not watch straight porn. I am a God, and it sounds so it it sounds gross in the douchey gay way. I'm a platinum gay. Mm-hmm. I have never been in or outside of a vagina in my life. So, so I have ne- I've never even seen one in real life. <laughs> Aside from like a movie. I, I, besides from a movie, yeah. I, I've seen I've I've had been forced to watch straight porn before. Yeah. So I have seen it. It scares me. I think that they look like face huggers from aliens. Well, there's no there's no vagina in the porn we're gonna watch today. At least that's a nice thing. <laughs> okay. You see more faces, no vagina. I don't believe. Okay. Because he doesn't want to traumatize me. But yeah. no, I I find that interesting because uh, I actually had a friend that. It was awkward, and we're because it's going to happen. Because uh, yes, the new segment is uh, hashtag two bro, just two bros watching porn, and I I, I came up with it because we used to do it, and you said you've done it, um, and I did it actually with a quote unquote straight friend who was interested in he liked watching gay porn, mm-hmm. and it was weird because it was me, him, and one of my best female friends. We were all there watching this gay yeah. porn together, and I've never watched gay porn with anybody else uh my best friend had never watched gay porn period and here we are at his house watching this because he's got the video and it was just so weird and surreal that this straight guy wants to watch gay porn and he was fine with all the like you know the deep dicking and the sucking as soon as the two guys started kissing he freaked out and thought it was disgusting see 
When we were young, we went into the shocker mode. So, like, two girls, one cup. Yeah, yeah. When I was in a band, I could show you a picture of me buzz-cutted, because I shaved my head for leukemia for a friend when we were yeah, in a yeah. band. But we watched two girls, one cup, and they were into, like, really weird shocker videos. Like, these aren't sexual. Like, there were things that I think, I don't even think I should say on the podcast, because they would traumatize yeah, yeah. some people. They were, like, illegal acts in different countries that, yeah. like, were somehow online. And we were just, like, we were one of those people, like, let's watch and see if we don't get traumatized. Like, okay, smart <laughs> idea, well, kids. We're yeah, we're so smart, right? Like, yeah. of course it worked out. But... I get that. So for mine, the porn is very different. But I want to kind of make it in a weird way. Like, have you ever heard of Lazfire? He's a, so he's a straight porn star, I guess. But his whole concept is like he does videos where he invites girls that are very consensually into him. And they have very intimate Kama Sutra sex. They go into okay. beautiful positions, do all the dirty stuff. Like the girl is extremely happy. He's extremely happy. And it's awesome. And then like it's like a friendship before dirty like awesome sex friendship after there's no degrading i hate for whatever reason i hate degrading porn because i'm a pleasure dom so yes if i feel like you're doing that like no so i love that concept and i wanted to always if i was in a relationship create it where it's that porn where they see the couple of course you can always bring in a second or third or swing too but the main part is like they see the intimacy and it's something where you can watch as a couple or as a solo and be like this is really hot not just like dirty but like like i can we can imitate them like if i was in a cup in a relationship and i want to spice my life up or we're having issues watching this would aid our relationship because yeah. we'll be like we can see the intimacy that they're doing we can follow it so we're going to get more intimacy yeah. like we're learning from that so video. It, it turns into like a self-help kind of thing in a weird yeah, way like yeah. in, in a fun romantic like yeah. a way to help so that's the way i wanted to do it and then if you're doing with solo people there's the excitement sense kind of like oh i want to follow this studs adventure yeah and so either way it's a win-win for the people and for me because that's my life if i'm gonna like be in a relationship with someone they have to be okay with that i've done stuff with other people yep. and there's videos of me online there's going to be videos of me and them because it's not that i want to like exploit that but i know that it's this like is part i of enjoy your life it. now yeah and, and eventually if i do it properly you will make a, like especially in today's algorithm world mm-hmm. like most people don't know with only fans like i was telling one girl i was like why aren't you posting on Pornhub and XNXX and all these sites, your videos, you can post like, grab your 30 minute video, cut it into five minute slips, throw different titles, find out what sticks. You can look at them and like no video has under like a million views. So how much do they make per ad revenue click? Not even them linking the 1% of people that actually go to your OnlyFans and stuff yep. too. Just do, so that alone, Matt, like slaps Twitter out of the water. And I thought yep. about that and I was like, man, people aren't doing that. Like you should do that and put your OnlyFans like every two minutes or like scrolling at the mm-hmm. bottom. I, I, when I go on like my monthly videos, like the best of the month, they have 12 million views. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and that's the vanilla stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't even know I, what the other yeah, stuff no, is. I right? get so, it. Like, that's where my mind started going. And I was like, wow, this is, if I'm doing what I love and I'm promoting it that way, you're not, there's not even people that I know that will watch it, right? Yeah. You can you can build it where you're not even going to like disgrace your family if some yeah. people are worried or some shit. My mom knows, by the way, so that's yeah, okay. I, I told her, I'm like, mom, I was... Like, mom, I, I jerk off on film. Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm a whore. Like, I've slept, <laughs> like every... She knew, like, when we were younger, like, I would... I'd be in long relationships and then I'd be in short sense. I never am a single person. Yeah. So after I start sleeping with someone, if I some, find someone's good in bed, they're like dickmatized by me i'm like awesome this is a perfect now i don't have to keep on finding people because i hate the work I'm, yeah i'm not like that oh i don't like the dating work <laughs> fuck fuck twitter and, or tinder so i can know so that's where she'd be like yeah she see all these people differently so she's like yeah no he's not like yeah. your chip he's not gonna have grandchildren anytime soon or we don't know about exactly. them one or the other yeah he was not with her long enough to find out yeah but that was a that was a little modeling thing so that's the whole reason of my modeling where i want to go with OnlyFans, yeah. obviously is that kind of route so I'm like, I'm probably going to start into more like getting 
I only work with Zen, so I want to obviously work yep. with him more. And then other photographers, as I know a lot of female models that work in that scene, they're more comfortable with certain photographers. Yep. And really, at the end of the day, I don't have a lot of fans on my OnlyFans that want to watch that. It'll be more like, here's a video for you. You give me a 30 or 40% split because yep. your fans are really going to – you're going to make the money. Yep. I'm just here to be your co-star and cool. And eventually, I get copies of those. And eventually, I can then put mine on my exactly. Pornhub and stuff. And that's where I'll get yep. my following again because right now – Let's face it. Most people go on, download all my shit, and then go to Reddit, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I did check to see if I was on Reddit, and no, sadly, but I was like, damn. I'll see, watch, I haven't, I oh, God, I haven't checked to see if any of mine is. I just don't think I want to know. Um, okay, we are going to take a small break because I, I think I'm going to steal some of uh, Dan's whole picks and put it on my grinder and see if I'm going to get any hits. Um, no, he's going to give me a dick pic. That's what he's going to do. Oh. And I'm just, and I'm going to post it on there and be like, hey, look at me, because um, we know... He doesn't have grinder because you know. Actually, no. Pause. I want to. I want to put a pin in this because um, you kind of. I don't know if you were tippy toeing or. A lot of the people do say that you are. You feel that sometimes they feel that you're gay baiting. Yes. So, on the Kinsey scale, where do you feel that you fit? From zero, totally heterosexual, to six, totally gay. Where do you feel that you fit on there? If it, if I would put it in like a very like spectrum way I am 100% sexually straight yep. but I am asexual when it comes to emotion okay like very demisexual like if someone if I was in a thruple and this is like straight honest to God if there was a sexual partner as a woman that satisfied me all the ways I need to sexually yep. and a daddy that was like a mo- my emotional daddy yep. I would be happy okay like like that's what I'm saying like I always joked about I'm like I want a digital daddy because like as weird as it sounds and this is maybe a king too I never had a father figure yeah so there is a weird I don't yeah. want a father figure that's gonna be sexual with me but I want a father figure that gets turned on by like by me really looking up to them and, and being you like be praising nur- them and nurtured. I'm gonna pra- yeah and I want to praise me nurtured so that's the yeah. kind of relationship that I do want that's not that like again like I I have like gay friends I'll lay and cuddle on their on yeah. them and like they'll cuddle me like that to me is not weird I don't get bothered by that it's not sexual it's if it's that like weird kitty sexual I guess you want to put it like yeah. maybe I don't want I shouldn't use the word like Michael Jackson sexual yeah no that's totally different yeah, yeah that to me is like okay, not okay <laughs> not but, okay but like that that is the where it's not he's not touching he's just like cuddling and doing yeah. things that to me if I was with a guy that wouldn't be weird I wouldn't call that homosexual in my terms uh, I'll put that in my spectrum of like I'm still straight I'm not looking to sleep with them but I love the feeling affection I get I get that's, the warmth. I think my that's soul. what we're talking about. It's is, like a soul thing, yeah. right? So that's my biggest thing. I feel like I'm, I soul connect with both. And that's why my best friend in high school, while he was super straight too, like we would we would talk about our dicks and our size. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, Step Brothers? The, yeah. That movie Step Brothers was us. And if yeah. you look at that, it's kind of like a weird, goofy, homoerotic movie when you don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 do. yeah. That was how we were. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like that's my... That was my life in a weird way, so I've always accepted that and wanted that. Yeah. It just sadly our friendship broke apart because I was a slut and yeah, whatever. And stuff happens. Yeah. Um, I I am like I am not one to talk. Like I will never. I, I don't want to. I don't want to slap labels on people because I think people should be whoever they want to be and however they want to be. Uh, but I do know that there's some people like in the gay community that are like, yes, I'm giving you money, and but he is a straight man. How can you give this man because he's you know showing his ass? I'm like, who cares? Like, yeah, he is doing it because it gives you pleasure. And if, if like if, you are still enjoying it. Yeah, I enjoy their like, viewing. It's I if, just, oh, if you're paying it, Wade and me. you're not going to sleep with Wade, right? It's the same yeah. thing as paying me and not sleep with me. It doesn't matter. Exactly. That's how I see it. So, like, right? I'm like, 
yeah, then that, that's exactly it. And I could say, I, that was always my fear about for you and the OnlyFans is like that, that's what the guys would be. It's like well, they're aggressive about yeah. it. But I'm just it's, I'm not gonna make as much money. I'm cool with that. That's why a lot of my following will rise. They'll try to get that and, and then they drop. And yeah. I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I'm like you can still see all the goods, which is the whole point. Is like art. Yeah, I'm trying to do art and I'm delving into the adult filming, but. Yeah, like, at the same time, it's not really, like, I still do stuff that, I don't know how to put it. Like, yeah, it's gay baiting, and that's, I think, why I did want to go away from it. But it's something that they asked for. So I'm like, well, if you're asking for yeah. it, then I'm going to give it to you. Like, I'm sorry. Had to do a bit of both. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I, th- I think that, like, the term itself just sounds gross. Yeah, it's, it does, Because yeah. it, it, it's not. It's Dudoir is, I prefer. Yeah, Dudoir sounds way better. It's not what you're doing. Like, I, I know you, and I know you that this is, yeah. you are doing it because it's what you want to do. Like, I still appreciate your art, quote-unquote. Yeah. So I will... I think it's one of those things that... It, there's always the question. It's like, oh my god, is he, isn't he? So, yeah. You know, if so if you say you're straight, but in bi-curious, only in things that are sexually, in theory, gay, but still with your female partner. Like, you're just like, if she had a strap on. If she, oh, yeah. If she, she had she, that she stuff. Could, she could, like, rip my ass, no problem. Right? See, to me, all even those acts, because they are inherently... A homosexual, but with a woman, I don't know. There's so much. Like, who even cares anymore? People, it's it's very like that's thing. I I put it as like I'm as weird as it sounds. Is because I'm just in love with the female body. Like, yeah. as weird, it yeah. sounds so rude, but like, I love all female bodies. Like, I find it very hard to find a female body disgusting. Yeah. The same way that like gay guys are like, I find a vagina fucking revolting. Yeah. I find most guys revolting and dicks revolting, but I love my dick. Yeah. But it's because, like, it's a weird thing. It's a very weird dynamic that I don't understand. Because it's like, I wish I could understand myself, but that's just, like, always how it's been. So for a lot of it, like, I will do a swinging thing. If there was another couple, like, we actually were supposed to on Halloween, me and my uh, girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't into the girl of the couple, but the guy, like, we bonded. It was like, man, I would... You like I would go and just like have a bro night with you. Even screw the girls, have yep. a bro night with you. That was kind of the the feeling I got from it. So that's where I feel like it's very different. It's as long as there's some weird dynamic about it, I'm okay. Yeah. with some, certain things. Yep. So I think it's all about your comfort level at the time too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people when they push it like on OnlyFans, I'm not in the mindset. They just pop up a message, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. But Show if me I your was dick. like, you want to do this? Yeah. yeah. If I was tipsy, getting my dick sucked from my girl, like a girl, and there's a guy I'm like, hey, can I like stroke your balls while she's doing that? I might be like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Like, go nuts. Like yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all different. It's like I'm a very open person, but it's just yeah. like I want. I need to try it when I'm ready for it. Yeah. And that's with everything. So even the nudity. It took me when I was mm-hmm. ready for it. Yeah. Uh, being on camera sexual, I was never like that. Like, I was very straight edge. And the girl that I first told you that got, that told me to do P- TFP that was on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. I didn't know what OnlyFans was back then. Yeah. I thought she just did boudoir. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you cool. You have 20,000 followers on Instagram and you do boudoir. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then when I talked to her more, she's like, no, like, I'll full on, like, dr-. I'm like, guys are seeing you but me? Oh, how is oh. And I was like, like, I was <laughs> how that. How dare you? That was two years ago, me, yeah. right? And then mm-hmm. eventually I just kind of, like, opened up where I'm like, Daniel, you got to stop being, like, if people are with you, they're going to be want to be with you. If yeah. they don't, and, like, let people do what they want to if you're not dating someone, like. And so recently I became less possessive because that pleasure dom does come with a possessive Yeah, part. yeah. And so I've learned to become more of that, like, Russell Brandt pleasure dom where i'm like i'm here when you need me babe but like you know 
Like, I'm here for a good time, not a long yeah. time. Okay. I'm, like, that's, unless I'm really into you, yeah. then I'll let you know, like, I'm, like, no one else matters while I'm a pleasure drum, I'll cut them all off for you. Yeah. And that's the kind of weird thing that I also do. So it's, I love getting watched, like, the, being a bull for, like, cucking stuff like that. Like, yeah, that, yeah. whatever reason, I like just being watched, but that especially just, like, really turns me on. So I don't know if that's also homoerotic, because it's a guy uh, watching, it but... Is, uh, yes, cuckolding is definitely a, it's a whole segment in that kind of thing. I think that's just it. Like, you, the, the lines are so blurred, and you can't even say it. There's a lot of people, and I think the only people that are actually, to making sure that they've got proper terminology, are people that are 100% straight, because they'll never touch a dude, or 100% gay, because they are real, they had to fight for their rights, and no one else can be, it's, mm. it's either black or white. I don't know. Uh, me, I don't care. I have double-handedly cornholed the market on breaking in straight boys yeah. in this city. So it like it doesn't matter. Okay, we're taking a break because now we're going off weight <laughs> uh, And then we'll be right back. Okay, and we are back. So I, he wouldn't give me a dick pic. It was really sad. Oh, uh, right. No, 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 no. This is what he did instead. He stood across the room, whipped it out, and flopped it on the table and said, Hi, you can't have this, sucker. So I was a little pissed. But it's, um, you know, I'd pay for it. Oh, I do have a picture right here. You know, I, I would, I, I'd pay, what, seven ninety nine. What? What is your, how much are you charging for your only I think it's 10 so I only get $8. Eight, I would pay $8. To see it again. And, uh... No, I always do... No, I'm oh. good. I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll it's see It's more it. than a handful, I'll I'm tell like, you I'll that. I'll see it later, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so, anyways... We're... Okay, we're getting back to... We, we totally got derailed off the topic that we were actually going with. Um, which is your, your fitness journey and everything. But, where does... Like, how did you get there? Like, what was the whole... What made you start it? Like what? Um... It technically goes back to when I was like eight. Oh wow! So that's a. I showed you one picture, but like an example is like I was always a quite heavy kid. Yep. Yeah. I was the only heavy kid in our family. Everyone else is actually pretty skinny, fit. Um, I was. I remember when I was younger, like vividly. These are like scarring memories for whatever reason. So we went to a horse camp. Um, every time after the week, yeah, I was a farm kid too. Yeah, okay. So every time after the week of the horse camp, there'd be a dance. Who do you think would never get to dance? Like I would ask people out and it'd be like literally the most embarrassing thing to get denied. So you just yeah. like sit in the corner and do that. Mm, um, I had girls be like, hey, why are you wearing a girl's shirt to school? Because it was so tight because my belly was showing or my nipples would protrude because I, yeah. I have bigger nipples in general. So yeah. things like that. I wouldn't wear Under Armour in football because people would make fun of me because they're like, oh, look at the rolls on you. Yeah. Like, right? And Under Armour is really tight and stuff. So oh, man. I wouldn't do any of that. Um, so all that kind of started when I was younger because I was – I didn't think about it when I was younger as like mental abuse, but I think it was. Mm -hmm. So like even when I was younger, if I put food on my plate – this is just like another memory I remember. It was like I ordered, we had burgers and I put three burgers on my plate and was only finished one and a half. And so my dad, he was the one that was pretty abusive and left, but he was like, you're going to finish that. I don't care if you puke. You're going to sit here and we're going to watch you eat it. So everyone in the family sat there and watched me eat until I puked in front of them and then kept on having to eat. He's like, you're not done until we're done. Yeah. And then after this, now you can leave. So like things like that really just like fucked with me. And it was always like told where I was like, 
even remembered parts of where like my dad would be like, here, I'm going to show you how to suck in your stomach when you're walking around. Just like, so you don't look as fat. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was just so, and like things like that. And my mom would try to be like, you're husky, not large, but you're husky. And that was the the husky, yeah, yeah, the husky match. So that was kind of always me. And my journey actually started because of, I think like as weird as it was, I was pretty suicidal when I was young, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know about it. So Mm -hmm. I would like lie in the snow, like 40 degrees and like try to freeze to death. But like my dog would come and be like... And I was like, okay, I can't, like, you yeah. can't, like, dog. Oh, my God, you're so cute. I'm yeah, exactly. So it was a weird thing, like, dogs seeing yeah. that way. But when I moved from the farm to the city, I just had this inept – it was actually – I tried out for the football team. I remember yeah. this. And I was a big guy, so I'm like, I'm a big guy. I'll be a lineman. Yeah. And they cut me. I was the only person that tried out that didn't make the team. Oh. And so they're just like, don't try out. They're like, they're like as brutal as I was, like, just – I'm like, why, yeah. why won't, why can't I make it? Like, you cannot even catch a ball. Yeah. yeah. So don't. And that's what they, they were like pretty harsh about, but like coaches are like that, right? Yeah. So you can't even catch a ball. Don't even try, kid. Like this sport is not for you. Um, and I took, for whatever reason, I'm an, I'm like a very hard-headed person. When someone does something, I want to make, like, I want to prove them wrong. Of course. So yeah. when my dad died of heroin when I was three, it's not that he did anything like malicious, but I have a back tattoo. It's like, I will never touch heroin. And mm-hmm. like, good try. You can pay me a million dollars. I won't. It's just yeah. like how it is. Um, so for that, it became where I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to prove you fucking wrong. So whatever reason I like walked to school every day from bottom of Cochrane to top. So it was about like a, like an uphill for, I'd say like two, three kilometers Yeah, yeah. every day to school and back winter, summer. And I lost like, I, I was in grade five. I was around 155 pounds. So I'm not sure if that was big or not. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's how much I am now. Just yeah. to give an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in grade five. And then I went down to about 115 just by walking and cutting up pizza pops. And I was just like a starvation child. Yeah. Um, from there is where I then tried out for the football team again and was a star player. They didn't recognize me. Of course. So they're like, who are you? I'm like, I'm that kid that you cut last year. They're like, no, you aren't. You don't look the same. Like their face is different. You're... I'm like, no, I am. And I remember like that was... It was a very weird year because I realized, like, if you put your all into something, you can be someone that most people think is impossible. Yeah. So I remember that year I did 100 push-ups in a row for the football tryout, and they're like, no one's ever done that. Like, kids don't do 100 push-ups in a yeah. row. And I was like, it, it wasn't that I was strong. It was like adrenaline, like, fuck yeah. you yeah. kind of mentality. So um, ever since then, I then got into sports because that same mentality where I wanted to, like, prove people wrong. Um, got really fit and during high school like that was when from girls being like ew him mm-hmm. to girls would be pulling on my arm like I want to date him first yeah. no me and yeah. I was confused I was like a skittish boy so I was like what the fuck's going on this is so weird um, after that time I found a girlfriend got as you saw I gained more weight in high school doing football just being myself um, probably like a bit of like the divorce and all that stuff too just a yeah. little bit of that stuff and um, it became where again I became more self-conscious because it brought me back that image and I went into college uh, during college, I just ate sushi and worked out. So I got fit, but yeah. not like, I can show you a picture of what I would call like, what I thought was like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a beef boy here. Like I look good, <laughs> but it was really not that impressive. Was it the, uh, it wasn't like the, the thin, I don't want to, I don't want to use that. That was before an app. That like was the before. lanky kind of, cause I know that there was, you posted a picture just recently that was like you, but like definitely smaller and you were like, you could see it in your face that you were super proud back then, but as a as a fellow fat kid, uh, I I know the journey and I know it well that because even in high in junior high I lost a lot of weight and then that's when I became popular so I, I get it that mm-hmm. yeah kids are cruel and people they're are terrible assholes, yeah they're they're literally care about their image more than anything but you uh, you know that if you've gone through that transition in school that it is one hundred percent true and it's validative 
and you know that everything that you've done and all the hard work that you put through, like not eating for the past five years, definitely uh, works. Yeah, 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 I think so. That was that photos. was before college when I started, and that was when I was like going consistently. So I thought yep. this was like, oh, I'm a ripped dude. Like that to me, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's the best yeah. shape I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Um, and so that's uh, uh, just for all the people that don't. It's very Ian Summerholder in like first few seasons of Vampire Diaries. Yeah, that's like, that's what the like uh, not image beach looks. ball, but like getting there. Mm-hmm. Like maybe played a sport or two. But um, so in there, I was also living with personal trainers that were actually using anabolics and stuff. So they were way more ripped, eating like yeah. crazy junk food. And I obviously tried to follow suit and couldn't. It did negative because yeah. I know a lot more about fitness and you can't really do the same things um, as someone that's on stuff. So. That was cool, but I was always into health because I like after that big transformation, I learned like, wow, people like me the more healthier I am. Not yep. weight. I like while weight is a part of it. I think we all understand like weight can be a balance of many different factors, and health can be a part of it. There's other things that affects too, like your libido. It could affect your uh, your mood, your yep. just energy, everything. So I was always into that and like being more like natural veganish for a bit too, um, but never into fitness. So after that, my life. Um, like after the bullying and all the school stuff and the sports and all that, I got a bit of college, did a scholarship, fun, didn't really like college, don't mm-hmm. like don't like learning from things I don't think are necessary, yeah. um, but I love learning. Yeah. And then I got into, like bought a condo working at a sawmill, just doing regular day, like I told you, small town living, mm-hmm. um, got arsenic poisoning from that sawmill. Really? Because I was a treatment plant officer. I would oh, wow. treat the wood and do all that and like really heart with cyanide and arsenic and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just one of those unlucky ones that somehow it, my body absorbs the chemicals more Weird. through the, yeah. So I was like four times the normal level. I was like puking and shit. They told me just like, <laughs> take a week off so it gets out of your system and go back to work. And I was yeah. like, no, like that's going to just keep on happening. Like yeah, I, know exactly. how, I know how exposure works. Um, so I had to leave that and I was kind of lost in my life and that's where I got into more uh, marketing, like online marketing. Um, first was with health and wellness and I got into more techie stuff, yep. but I became like a big internet marketer. I was, that's where my pictures of like, so after that was when I actually started doing it. But then I started getting into like more internet marketing stuff and like zoom meetings and traveling around and like just the whole kind of goofy lifestyle of trying to be like flashy. Yeah. Like, you know, went on a private jet and stuff with a bunch of like other yeah. marketers and shit like that. Um, and that life taught me a lot about perception and how people like yeah. you just like you could remove your past and people could just you can like your you can be who you want to be, but it's not gonna be your past friends, it'd be like new people. Like so celebrities yeah. are only followed by new people and stuff yep. like that. So it taught me of how to be a celebrity. It is about killing the person you are ego wise and becoming this new person. Yep. But you have to accept all the good and bad that comes with it. It's not all good. No. So when I did that, I was able to like quit my job making like only one grand a month because I was like a risky fuck. But managed to m- navigate my way in this crazy world to where I was making like 36 grand a month, yep. living in Costa Rica with my girlfriend at the time, looking to buy a place in Costa Rica and like two more months of pay, I can pay it out, right? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So I was like, fuck yeah. And then um, at that time, I was like, oh, that was my really skinny stage because I was just smoking weed, bawling with money. Like, you know, I didn't really mm-hmm. give a fuck. I was like, why do I need money? Like muscles, I got money. Yeah. And that was my terrible mentality at the time. Um, and that's when I, while I had money, and I believe that money made you cool. I did believe that you should do the right thing. So yeah. in that business, it was a trading business. So it was about giving people stock advice and trading advice. Um, and so my concept is if it helped people, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. 
Um, I got when I was so high up, it was like I kind of stopped listening to anyone because I was just like doing my own things. You had way bigger things to focus on. But eventually, my girlfriend that wasn't as big in the business, she was like, "Hey, I'm hearing that things aren't going well with the software and the product." Yeah. And me being a nerd, I'm like, "Let me investigate this." Because I asked the company, and they're like, "No, no, no, everything's fine. Like they're just bullshitting." Yeah. Like, you know, they might have joined just yesterday and had one bad. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck this. Let me check." And I found out that this company that was around, they claimed. They had like, you know, a dozen traders that were mentors, mentees of the CEO. They were basically running the hedge fund and giving out signals. I found it was just a robot. Yeah. They hired an algorithm, like they bought an algorithm for 50 bucks online and were running a business that we were bringing in a million dollars in revenue a month in subscriptions that they paid a $50 bot for. Yeah. So when I found that out, I was terrified. I'm like, this is everything that I basically built my life on was a lie. Yeah. And you felt like it was like some kind of Ponzi scheme. Yeah. yeah it basically was, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so while some months they made money, at the end of the day, people lost more money than of they made. Of course. So I, before that happened, I was calling it out and tried to basically whistleblow it. And that's where a lot of my friends at times like, Daniel, we're making 20 grand a month. Shut you better the fuck sh- up. Yeah. They literally like, you shut mm-hmm. the fuck up or like, or we're going to do something about it. Yeah. So. I act basically what happens. I talk to someone else and they expose the, like they record the call that I was having with him and put online cause he wanted to expose the company too. Yeah. So he used me as a scapegoat and basically like, look, I have someone from the inside of the company's thing. Like, Oh, look at this video. I threw. Yeah. So I got fucking railed like of course, so hard. Of and I, so I just woke up one day to all these messages like, bro, why would you do that? I'm like, bro. what do you mean? I'm like, and it was cause this guy went on live and was talking. He's like, I got dirt on the company. He was he like showed his phone and it showed a message with my picture in it, so they oh, saw there was me. So it was like literally the, this guy was just an asshole and fucked up he, on his he, own he, rant. Yeah, so he burnt you, period. Yeah, while, while I was trying to build yeah. a case for this company and everything. So everything went to shit. I yeah. basically lost all my money. I had to not only that, but there was like legal issues at that same time, which is why I was looking into it, because like Canada was being like, Hey, you're not licensed in Canada to trade. I'm like, What do you mean? This is a big company, of course they are. Yeah. Found out all this stuff wasn't, so that's where I like disbranched from that, tried to go to another company because I thought Maybe trading in general is good. Yeah. Just for those people listening, don't trust anyone but yourself with, with trading your advice <laughs> or your bank, Canada bank. Because if Canada goes bankrupt, fuck it, we're all going bankrupt. But don't yeah. trust a random stranger guru, dude. No yeah. such thing. There's no such thing. So I went to another company and that company was the same thing. And I actually at that time was not using their software, but I was learning to trade myself. So people aren't listening. Do that. Um, and I was really good actually. So one of the weird things about my life is while I was a really good marketer, I'm one of those people I'm like, we taught education for trading. So if I'm going to make 36 grand a month marketing, you I want to use it. the product yeah. and be the best, be an alumni, right? So I did that even though I didn't use the company's product. Trading is something you can learn for free anywhere. Yeah. It's a very good skill to learn about learning supply and demand. It can be with OnlyFans or anything, supply yeah. and demand of everything. Um, so from that, I went to another company and I was making like 12 grand a month, but I actually asked them, I want to be your head trader. I want to prove to this other company, like, you guys can use a bot that loses money. I'm going to do my trading yeah. and make money. Um, so for about six months, I was their trader, and we were doing awesome. Like I, it's something I'm pretty proud of, but it was I don't, I'm not licensed, so I cannot do it anymore if anyone asks me. But I was making 20% a month yeah. on my trading. So someone, like, whatever was in my account, it would grow 20% a month, yeah. wins and losses combined. Uh-huh. So you would lose some, but... Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't risk more than, like, 2 or 3% yeah. at a day. So it was very good. Um, and so after that, I was like, Hey, we're winning as a company. All I need you guys to do is get me a green card and make sure that I'm safe for licensing. Cause I know that other yeah. company I was in wasn't, they're like, sure, sure, sure. After six months, I'm like, all right. Um, it's now time. Do you guys yeah. have it? Where's my shit? And they're like, no, I'm like, well, I'm not going to trade for you right now. Cause I will get fucked. Like I will not be able to trade it ever do any kind of mm-hmm. asset in Canada. Um, they just kind of went ghost. So I basically took that as like, what's going on. Ooh. Went back to Canada. Yeah. They got hit by the AS, uh, the SEC yeah. for the same thing that the oh, other company did. So that's when I was like, fuck all these companies. Everyone's bullshit. 
I tried to open my own academy in Canada where I just taught people. I'm like, I'm not going to yep. give you signals, but just jump on a webinar with me and we'll talk. I'll show you what I see in the market. That was illegal too, actually. So the government came really? to me and they're like, Daniel, you're not licensed. Do that and you're going to cease and desist. Hmm. So I kind of just left that industry and lost like all the skill that I had. Yep. I was like, there's no point in this. Um, so that's where I kind of lost my life and like my passion. Yeah. I had I was one of those people that made really good money in stocks. I had with the money I invested and saved, I lived off of or invested in friends that just ran off. Yeah. Because they were like those friends that kind of stuck around me because I was a big fish. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I learned a lot of lessons about real friends and why I don't really I like even now to this day if someone asks me for five dollars, I'm like, bro. There's no way in hell. Like, I, I don't care if your mother's dying. I'm sorry. It's just like, it's just a ground that I just can't cross yep. because of how it affected me. I, I get, um, there's one, uh, there's one friend I love dearly, but yes, every once in a while, like, and I, and I never talk to them except three days before the end of the month. And it's like, they just pop out a message and like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. They're like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, how are you doing? Oh, not so good. Oh, I think yeah. I need a little, just, I need a little money to get make my rent. And I'm like. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if you're like, I'm getting paid tomorrow for my paycheck. Yep. I'm like, then you can go to a bank because yep. they give those loans for a reason. Yep. I'm not a bank. So I know. I know. it's, it's like yeah. the worst. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to give anyone money. Yeah. So that no, was my no. life there. Really shitty. And then I went, when I moved back to Canada, I was still in crypto. So I was like, Hey, I'm going <coughs> to, I'm going to be self-employed because I love being self-employed. I believe it is like, I, it's not that I don't believe in working for people, but I don't believe that most people have good employees' intentions and heart. Daniel does not work for the man. Yeah, I'm a very big anarchist guy, exactly. <laughs> so for that, like that's why I got the Star Wars Rebel tattoos, yeah. right? That's it's it's a big reason why. Um, so with that, I was doing like Bitcoin mining operations, believe it or not. So mm -hmm. I basically hosted people's shit and sold like computers and just like held it for them and made sure the shit worked. Um, it was a fucking, it made me so depressed because literally all you do is get like calls at midnight be like, my computer's down. Can you restart it? Because, you know, if I'm not on oh for the God. night, I'm losing 30 bucks. Yeah. And you're like, fuck me. So yeah. even though it was a million dollars of equipment, it was actually a negative business move. Like, mm -hmm. so I might have made in that year 75 grand, but it cost me like 85 grand. Yeah. So I was like, well, that was a loss. That was stupid. That made me even more depressed and just like, fuck this. So that's where I was like, now no money, realistically, like I have my condo that I was about, so, but no real money saved up from all this shit I did in my life. Yeah. I didn't really have a career or a passion or any really goal in life. Like I did, that's a lie. Um, right after that, I'll, this I, I did get to that feeling, but one year of good luck before that. After that, I was reached out to by a publicly traded company to consult for them in crypto because they saw my ad for blockchain mm -hmm. and Bitcoin. It's like, you, you seem like a smart dude. So I went in. Blew their socks out of the water because they're like, "You're a young kid. We'll we'll just pay you on like one day at a time." Yeah. Um. I they just like fell in love with me, so they actually hired me for like six grand a month to sit for three hours a day and just talk to them. Six grand a month. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. And I became the project manager and basically lead consultant. Like, there's there's like articles for you know when publicly traded companies have to release articles. Yeah. There's stuff about me being like, they we brought on Daniel and his. his <laughs> His skills and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that was an awesome thing. We were actually going into – like they wanted to do blockchain to raise money and I was like, no, that's illegal. Believe me, I've gotten so much shit about trading. Don't. Cannabis is where Canada is at. And so like, oh, really? So I actually developed some cool technology because I'm a big nerd. I did a plow app for like snow removal that was out for a year but my business partner didn't work out. So mm -hmm. I like have the app but it's not running. It's like offline. Yeah. But it was a cool idea. So I, I do stuff like that. Like I'm very smart and I can make things work. But uh, that CEO died on Christmas. Literally like – we were in the middle of our fundraising. I built the entire like yeah. prototype. We raised like a hundred thousand out of our five hundred thousand, and he died. Mm. And so the entire company was like, "Well, he was our head. Like he was our CEO. He was amazing. Like the rest of the execs or the chairman didn't really do anything. They were just like stockholders yeah. with options. So like, yeah, sorry, we're just closing out this we're entire dissolving. project. Yeah, 
So that is where I became depressed. I'm like, I literally had my dream job. I was going to build a product that literally helped people smoke cannabis and tell them what product to use based on their ailments, not just to get high. Yeah. So like the like Apple Siri TikTok of cannabis, like those would be yeah. awesome. Um, and I built the algorithm, so I knew it worked. It was like I know this will work. Like I I did the math and everything. It was so cool. And so that depressed me like so hard. I was like, fuck life. What is it? So. That is where I got in depression. I like was actually suicidal. For most people don't realize like I was skinny, so skinny that like my hips from sitting would hurt. Yeah. If I stood up, I literally it was like my my sciatic nerve would just kill because mm-hmm. I would be sitting for 12 hours a day. Um so after I literally had not the suicide hotline but like an intervention team cuz I was like I just was telling them I'm like I'm probably yeah. just going to find pills online that are like easy to kill me. Yeah. Like I'm at that point right now like I just don't see what's like if life's not enjoyable, what's the point of living at that point? Like yeah. I it's not I'm not doing anything really yeah. so that i got like a suicide like intervention team came and talked to me and that's really fine i finally got doctors they were like okay he's actually depressed we're gonna put him on antidepressants i wasn't medicated for my entire life yeah. for anything anything i, I, I know that feeling i know so yeah. and i've had like shingles as a kid from stress so there's like you don't get that normally <laughs> there's like they should have known shit but um from that moment that's where i was like it's it worked me from not being suicidal but not motivated in life yeah. so i'm like yeah i don't want to kill myself but now i'm just sitting oh my God, and i, I don't want to work thing. so like what's the point yeah like yeah now i'm just like a piece of poop that's just molding yeah. so that's what got me into fitness they're like we'll pay for your rent if because we we believe that you'll feel better in a few months just need the medication to kick in mm-hmm. so we'll take care of you but you're not going to sit around and not let the medication work to its best ability go work out so that's what got me into lifting was I just started going just like, man, you know, doing pushups between every game. I was like, okay, if I'm in a game, every time I die, I'll do 10 pushups. Yeah. I might do 100 pushups in a day or some shit. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and then during my sister's wedding, and that's what I was going for before, we finally got um, – my sister was having a destination wedding in Mexico. So she's like, I'll pay for it. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. You need to be to your sister's wedding. I get you don't have money right now, but you're going to go because it's your sister. Yeah. I was like, I get it. And there everyone was like – again, it was – people in, in bikinis and like fucking bathing suits and I would just like even though I was lifting and like working out yeah. I was still a dad bod skinny fat and what when people ask skinny fat I mean like I had more body fat than muscle on yeah yeah so it looks worse than someone that's like a bear because bear you got both at least it's nice when you have none it's like awful yeah you look lean and it, it's lean but it's like uh, I don't know droopy like, it's like you were in a prison yeah right? it's like you're in a prison for a while like, with no food like a, like a concentration camp or something yeah. that's what yeah. I looked like so I was almost like, yo, this is – I don't want to, like, be ashamed to take off my shirt when I'm skinny too. Like, yeah. I get, understand when I was larger doing that, yeah. but not, now that I'm skinny, like, what the fuck? Yeah. So at that point, I like, <laughs> had this, like, deep burn in my head where I'm like, I'm turning 30 soon. I want to be the best version of myself by 30. Yeah. I don't care about money. I just want to be, like, the homeless man that is the best version of himself. Even if I don't have a career, just – who I am, my my the the machine that is controlling my soul needs to be the ve- best version of itself yeah. that I can. So in that point, I just kind of like took it as like a very intense mode. So I was like, I'm gonna focus on eating. I'm gonna research on YouTube, like what I should do, doing everything. How can I be healthier? What are the things I'm doing wrong from before? Because I know I was doing things wrong. Yeah. So I like watch videos like why keto is bad for you, like what like real scientific things, not just like internet or like fitness gurus. I never followed fitness gurus. I followed like bodybuilders because they usually follow more scientific methods yeah. and there's some that don't but some that do yes so i found like a really good source of people that of course like if people ever wanted to reach out i would highly always give them the links to those people that i learned from mm-hmm. but they kind of taught me my way of everything from my natural bodybuilding to my unnatural bodybuilding they taught me that and throughout that time it was i started my instagram because like now i need to use accountability yep. for myself because i want to see if how far i can get just until i'm 30 so I, cause I know when I look back, I'm not going to remember what I look like. Yeah. So that's what really started it. And then as I started going, um, to the gym, I was looking for a job 
So, uh, well, before the job, I was just training like fit for less. It was like $10 a month. Yeah, yeah. My friends were like, oh, you're getting fit really fast. Can you train me too? Because I did sports as a kid. I'm smart. I'm not like – I don't just say lift heavy stone to make better. But <laughs> I actually know how to train people. Yeah, like, yeah. So I trained like our vegan Sikh friend. I trained my roommate at the time. And we all got like incredible results. So after that, I was like, man – Maybe I should be a personal this trainer. This is something I can do. Yeah, I love doing it. It's not just that I can do it, but I like doing it. I, my biggest feeling is making people feel good. Yeah. What makes someone feel good then, I like, it, realistically. Making like, them feel good about themselves. Exactly. And yeah. realistically, when it's something that not only is just like temporary, like one of those like tummy freezer wraps that like yeah. you might look skinnier for 10 minutes. Like I like long lasting where they feel like this is my life now. I'm in control of it. Yeah. So when I did that, I wanted to go into personal training. And so I just applied to Good Life as a sales rep. And they're mm-hmm. like, you can be a trainer while you're getting your degree. Because you actually don't need a degree in personal yeah, training. I Fun know. fact. I know. But I was like, okay, sure, I'll do it. So that got me into personal training. Um, did really good at Good Life. Like I was a top sales rep for training. Because when you look good, people want to... It's, yep. it's, but I will tell people listening, don't just train with the best looking trainer. Because I would always tell people... They're like, why is that person a trainer? Like they're, let's say, not not as fit as you or not bodybuilder shape. I'm like, well, do you know if they were maybe diabetic or if they went through a car accident where they could not move their leg properly for five years and now they're able to look like a normal human where before they were like extremely overweight. Maybe You don't know their story. So they might be able to re- rehabilitate people much better than I know I ever could. Like yeah. me, I'm a weight loss specialist. That's all I do. If you have a fucking broken knee, I'm sorry. I'm not a physio. <laughs> Go to the girl that hurt her knee. But yeah. me, I know how to make you lose weight and keep it off and change your lifestyle and find foods that if you're a foodie like me that you enjoy but don't hate your life that's yeah. my way of doing it so that got me into that and then one of the people there was like you're fit you should do bodybuilding and she was really promoting for her agency because yep. it's it's beauty pageants just for people know it is beauty pageants um they rate it i don't even know how they rate it there is no actual store like like sports <laughs> so it's like it's really beauty pageant who they like the most yeah so you could be the biggest ripped it, it's all that so i tried it though because i'm like I've never thought I could be a bodybuilder. Like I was a fat kid with no abs ever. And mm-hmm. I'm, I now might be able to get abs. So when I did it, I went hardcore, like skinny Dan. I think I showed you pictures. Yes, I've seen it. It was micro skinny Dan, yeah. like extremely skinny Dan. Um, so from that point, I was like, yeah, uh, this is kind of like, while it was fun, it kind of just, again, made me realize like I got a lot of work to do. So that's where I kind of fell into it because I like progressing in life, mm-hmm. I think is the end of it. So what got me into fitness is not... It's not that I'm like a six pack. Yes, I want like I, I do enjoy that. But it was more I want every year. Like I'm not satisfied right now. I'm not happy. Yeah. Because it's not that like I don't like my body, but I want to progress. And I think that's the concept of it is like finding a way every year to be like, hmm, I'm good now, but I know I could be better. And There's if it's never, not there, that much stress for me, why not? Like if it's yeah. 5% stress for 20% benefit, that's a good ratio to go for. So I do life on ratios of mm-hmm. everything. I, I think as a... Uh, it, it's from a very marketing perspective that you're thinking of that and a, um, a cost analysis ROI. Yeah. Very business technical. That's like, it's, it's, it's funny that you would even go there. A lot of the people would be like, Oh my God, all I want to do is eat cheesecake, but I got to do these sit-ups and that's not like you're coming at it from such a different angle. And it's, it's an obsession with the body as weird yeah. as it is. So like, I love cheesecake, but yeah, as weird as it is, like, and this is, a, I'll put this as, like, as dirty, but also as true as possible. Do I love cheesecake more? Or when I'm fucking someone, they're like, my God, this is the hottest fuck I've ever had. Yeah. I've never had someone rail me like you. That, I'm sorry, you can have as much cheesecake. That cannot feel as good as that feeling I, that day. I agree. So for yeah. me, I keep that in my head, but I also have a certain image in my body when I started bodybuilding 
um, not naturally, but and unnaturally. When I did naturally, I was like, I wonder what my potential is. And I saw that, yes, I'm fit, but I'm a skinny fit dude. Like I'm, I, while I was heavy in school, my, I have like, if there was body types, which there isn't, I would have called myself more now. Like I just fucked my metabolism so much by being skinny for yeah. so long yeah, yeah. that I don't, I won't be able to put on mass like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, fuck, like I could be basically going hardcore natural bodybuilding for 10 years and I won't reach my goal because I researched online and every height, weight, body frame has a certain amount of skeletal structure. Yep. There's like a number. It's like a certain calculation. I forget what it's called. Like where your weight at a certain body fat would be. So it's like, yep. this is what your best position could be. And I looked at it and I was like, well, I want to be 25 pounds heavier than that. Yep. So that's where I was like, I'm going to go unnatural, but I know that there's wrong and right. Because yep. I know there's people that are 50, 60 years old that are using it and they're like healthier than an ox. Yeah, so yeah. that got me thinking into the world of unnatural. And I also would recommend people listening, don't do unnatural um, because I'm very educated on it. And I was, and most people have better genetics than me too. Mm-hmm. So I have bad genetics. So I know that I'm not going to be an Olympian because I wasn't that Chad in high school. You know, I wasn't yeah. that. I was always that different body. But where I want to be in life, I know I've already like used it for two years. So I know which drugs are good for me and bad for me. And everyone would have to do a trial and error, yeah. which is super risky. Yeah, of course. Very risky. So yes. because I'm very mild about things, that's kind of helped me in that way. But it's getting me towards that body I want because I do, as vain as it is, like I want a fucking superhero body and I want to maintain it. So I don't want something so big like the Olympian bodybuilders where when I get to 50s, I'm going to like have body dysmorphia because I have to yep. lose that all to survive past 50. Yep. I want to be that ripped body where it's like, yeah, you might not live to 100, but you're going to be a fucking great 80. Yeah. And that I'm okay with, Which, as weird as it is. No, it, it does make sense. Um, I know one of my... Because, yeah, I, obviously I've had fun weight, life, uh, weight loss journeys in my life. And I think I was a lot like you. I was growing up, I was always called the husky kid. Which it just always, and I had to get the husky jeans, and it was like, yeah, I know. God, the word husky, like, couldn't they just say anything that was over Extra like medium. a size sixteen or whatever in a boys? Like, it just it was it was annoying. But the the one time when I lost the most weight, and I was, uh, I want to say the most proud of myself for doing it. It was completely unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had starved myself. I wasn't doing anything. I did not go to the gym. Mm-hmm. It was just like controlling my food like yeah it was that and uh, again it was one of those things where you think uh, i used to pass it off as you know and i'm not fat i've just got a really large frame and then once i lost all the weight and realized i don't have a, i do not have a large frame yeah like uh at my smallest size i was like in a 26 inch waist holy fuck I know. mine was a 30 right <laughs> it's like I'm that like, i'm a 33 right now yeah, like i was I 30 at my lowest it was insane like i i'm like i am so fucking thin mm-hmm. and i think that it it really did so, like that did a number on me mm-hmm. like i that i know i can get there at one point, I'm like, I was disgusted with myself because I did that. But at now, I'm like, anytime I look back, I look back on fondness because I'm like, oh my God, I was so thin. I was so beautiful. It's, it's a mixture. It was so, just, it was so annoying. Were you miserable when you were like that? Though? Yes. So that's, like, that's what I, I like to tell people. I was starving. Most people don't realize that when they get that dream body that they don't want to keep it. And so that's, I think, one of the things I wish everyone did kind of like, uh, everyone should, if you, even if you're CEO, work at the bottom of the company to see what it's like yep. before you go up. I wish everyone did some kind of, even though it's not healthy, it would be a really cool concept the same way sports is and doing phys ed when you're forcing kids to do it in school. Do some kind of bodybuilding so that you can realize 
like learn about your body and realize to get rid of that body more if you're like i'm miserable there so yeah while i might fantasize about a six-pack and a lot of people do like even me there's a certain point where i would literally would not be able to have sex because yeah. i just thought about food and i didn't give a shit about anything else so i'm like and that was when some people were like you looked your hottest i'm like i wouldn't be able to use it yeah so there is a certain point where everyone's comfortable and you want to find that balance but if you do go down there then at least you know for yourself you're like i could do it but i don't want to yep. not because i don't want to because the like oh it's hard work just because once i get there i don't enjoy yep. keeping it exactly. so that's a nice balance to kind of Yep. get our brain out of it to realize like not everyone's meant to be that way and we're not supposed to i don't want to say it's any worse for the people in the in the gay world but uh we all know that looks are very important uh, mm-hmm. to the gays so uh, i was always in that cycle uh, my weight loss struggles always coincided with my relationship struggles mm-hmm. so once i would you know get have a boyfriend weight would go on if i stopped having that boyfriend weight would go off it would i always thought i had to be nice and thin and beautiful to like get a boy and then once i got it didn't matter give me the fucking cheeseburgers yeah and yeah so we would sit there and gain weight so i know my body is not meant to sustain a weight of like 150 or whatever i was like it it can't do it anymore yeah Uh, but am i at the point where well i'm just gonna give up and eat everything like, I know my body also can't sustain the weight that I'm at right now. Yeah, it's, like, it's I'm not going to make it to 100. I don't know. I'm, I'm in the whole where the fuck do I go with this now. But. Well, it's also a balance of, like, what you like. Because I think a lot of people in the fitness journey think the people that want that six-pack... Like, when I got it, I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to get a lot more girls. Yeah. Yes, I do think, like, when I'm in shirts and stuff, I might rate off the first image. But... When it comes to like actual connections, I would say that it's most girls that I've connected with, they're like, we don't care about the body yeah. at the end of the day. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's like an added bonus. The same way a good personality is an added bonus, but it's not as important as you think. So I think a lot of people overvalue it. Mm-hmm. And obviously social media is a big issue with that. Yep. So that's why, for me, that's also why I want to start the coaching thing. Because with a lot of mine, I don't want people to always look at my body and think like, oh, this is the only kind of body that's going to get yep. male attention. Or female attention. Because first of all, yes, it's more male attention than female attention. Believe it or not, I'm not getting girls in my inbox being like, oh my god, yeah. Daniel. That is not my life. I've got more dick pics than that. Yeah. Really, believe me. But at the same time... Send them my way. That's right? Yeah. Exactly. But at I'll the same time, I think it's nice to know... And this is something that I've always tried to describe when I'm with girls. Because a lot of girls are self-conscious of their body. Is There isn't a one type is better. Mm-hmm. They're like I do believe the hunk look is important, but the bear look is just, if not sometimes more popular, as the dad bod look, mm-hmm. as the skinny boy look. There's all these different looks that are different. And the same with like girls. When I talk with girls, I'm like, what's your type? I'm like, well, yes, I like a more petite, like petite girl, but it doesn't matter if you're like itty bitty titty committee or double D's. If you have like no ass or a big ass, it doesn't matter if you're like equal height as me yep. or not. It doesn't even matter if you're like a really big girl. As long there's like different. There's a preference for everything. Yes. And you need to find, I think, and this is a good thing for everyone to learn, is everyone does have, will be more naturally aligned with one of them. And you need to find out which one that is for you to be yep. happiest. So for me, I didn't know what that was for a while. And I'm like, is it weird that mine is the ripped one? Like, yes, that's like, obviously, you could say, like, are the cards to my favor? Not per se, but it's because, like, that's just what 
my card was. When I tried other things, I wasn't happy with all yeah. the other parts of my life. Depre- like for me, my fitness, while it helps me look good, is my therapy. Yes. So it's ironically that the same way if I did yoga, I'd probably be very flexible and that would probably mm-hmm. also affect how people perceive me and like the attraction because I'd be that skinny, flexible dude that might attract a whole different type of person. Yeah. But I don't – I think it actually it, – it does make sense on some level. At least you're not that – fat schleppy dude that only goes after ripped chicks right you're not that guy no exactly. whereas you aren't putting in the same amount of work that your partner is but you're expecting it from i'm doing it for myself that, right i'm doing it for myself but exactly like it, it's uh like you can see like you know the amount of work that they put in because you do it yourself mm-hmm. so you can appreciate what their body looks like because you know what it takes to go there yep. whereas you know, the fat schleppy guy only wants to date hot models, but he has no idea what that is. That yeah. is just a trophy and that's a status symbol. Yeah, no, I've right. I even don't like being like, while I like being appreciated, I wouldn't be in a relationship with someone who didn't like my personality as much as my mm-hmm. looks. Yeah. Which is why, like, when some people see my, like, my exes, some people be like, oh, your ex is like, I don't know why you dated some of the people you date or some of some people, something like, because, like, honestly, like, first of all, you, you have a different perspective of attraction than I do. I found yeah. them really attractive, first of all, and they found me, me really attractive, and that was a compatibility. It doesn't matter about the outside world. Yeah. But also, like, their personality was 20 times better than yours just from that conversation that that person just yeah. said. But those are the things that I found. So with the whole body image, too, while obviously... I think it's good to look at people that go to a dedicated life because it shows dedication to something. And it's a very black and white, easy, clear cut thing to see dedication. Because you might not be able to see the dedication of someone <coughs> in a relationship who's extremely sex addicted, not sleeping with other people. But you can see the person being dedicated to, and that might be your, like, a specific, not your battle, but like someone's battle where it, they're not focusing on their body. That's not their battle. Their body, battle's mental. But it's easy to see someone being disciplined with their body. Yeah. I think that's why there should be like a change for it. And with my photos, that's why I like to now do more co-model photos. And with my female models, I'm not trying to go for like, I'm not like, oh, this is a girl that has a lot of followers and is going to get me more. It's like, who do I, what do I feel would create an image that is positive, that I enjoy, but yep. also that is positive in a way that is art. Cause I want to, and that's also why I like having more co-models in art, not as sexual partners, but yep. in art, is yep. I can create different pieces of art because women's bodies are so unique to me yep. that each one is like the setting, it's different. So if with, well, I'm the same every time. Like I might change very differently, but yep. they're the ones that are going to make the scene differently yes. and add to it. So okay. that's why I think with body image, people should be more open to that because also, like, if you are single and have a roster, it would be boring to have five studs. You want to have one that's your best stud and then want to have one that's your best bear and then one that's your best twink and then one – that's what True. I was thinking. That's how yes. I think of it when I'm single. Yeah. That's how I actually build my roster. You might have two of the same maybe, yeah. but they have to be very different for me to actually want them. I don't yeah. have all one the same. Never have. That and doesn't It's so weird. Actually, I, I guess it's true. I, I've got um, – for anyone that's in my little black book, it's there. They do fit oh, yeah. different, different molds. Right. And they do different things for – Different utensils different for different needs. cooking, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um Okay, so <laughs> now that we can totally go off on a different thing, um, I think we should almost close to wrap this up. What advice would you give anyone who is either um, just starting off on a fitness journey or kind of feeling stuck in what like, – we're coming out of a two-year pandemic. Yeah. Um, everyone is finally going to have to stop wearing sweatpants. What uh, – what do you? What are your? What are your thoughts? Um, I find that this is the truth. Unless you're someone like me that is extremely like wants to go balls to balls and can maintain that discipline, the biggest thing for everyone isn't that we don't know what to do. 
It's that we're not disciplined to do it because it's a, it's something that actually Tony Robbins taught. And while I don't believe in like all of his teachings, the one thing he taught that was very good is everyone has a pain and pleasure module in their mm-hmm. brain. So you need to find a way to create your pain to be more painful than the pleasure or back vice versa. So if you're thinking about, I want to go to the gym, but it's like, oh, getting up, starting my car, driving there, getting on the clothes, uh, and not just gym, it could even be, oh, eating healthy, eating something that doesn't just like make my, my you know, make me wet in the pants, right? I yeah. don't want to eat something that's not my favorite food because I'm an adult. I can choose to eat whatever the fuck I want. I'm not yeah. a kid. Um, that's where the discipline comes. So you have to find a way of the pain in the same way I was talking about the cheesecake and the yeah. thing. That's the thing I would suggest everyone. It's about doing small steps in every single action you do. You just need to find the actions which you can manipulate to the pain and pleasure being better. So some things like you might be one of those people that's like, I need my Wepsi. That is never – that is unnegotiable. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That is unnegotiable. So I wouldn't say there's any way for me, you to make the pain of removing the Wepsi better than the plane of – pleasure of losing like one pound every four months because yeah. you cut that out no yes. but if someone was doing like okay like one of my clients i would say what are things that you could just find alternatives for that again so you might lower the like change up a bit but now you know the pleasure of that body is way less than the pain of changing it up so like a lot of people will go for just everyday popcorn this is actually my biggest suggestion for everyone in any weight loss journey the best snack that actually tastes good that's not a veggie is popcorn mm-hmm. but smart pop popcorn so it's the like Redenbacher's box, yep. 94% less fat. Tastes just like regular popcorn. You don't need to add anything. If you want to add spices, do it. But the Skinny Pop popcorn in the bags that says Skinny Pop that people mm-hmm. think is healthy is like four times more caloric, even though it's the same popcorn yeah. because of the other stuff they add to it. So To make it more addictive and delicious. Yeah. So a lot mm-hmm. of people, I say, while you might want to go to the movie theaters when you're going to movies ordering any popcorn, do that. And while that small change of less butter, you might be like, oh, my pleasure is 1% or 2% less, the pain, the fact that you can eat four times as much, you're like, oh, that actually increases it. So the biggest thing is baby steps, I think, and realizing for people, the gym isn't going to change the result as much as your habits are. Yes. So the gym is one hour of habits that you're adapting. What about the other 16 hours that you're awake? Those are the things I think people should adapt. So it's about like building a game plan that you can stick to the same way with work. You're not going to, you need money, but are you working 120 hours a week? No, we find a schedule that works for your life. So that's the thing that I think most people don't, they just wing it and they don't actually plan it like a job. So for me, yeah. I plan my food. I know what I eat. It's not gonna be the same thing every time, but like, I know what are the foods that I could eat and are not going to throw me off that are healthy, that I can eat a ton of, and it's not going to be like, oh, you're way over a limit that you should be putting for yourself. And once I found that, I found that really isn't much like thinking you have to do. So my life now is less thinking than when I started two years ago. Because two years ago, I was my fitness paling everything to learn. Because the more knowledge you have, the more you're like, wow, I did not know that if I took out the yolk of my egg, I could eat five times more eggs. I'm going to do that because I love eggs. I don't – the yolk – I can – have one yolk out of my four eggs and the other four will be yolkless so I can add mm-hmm. so I just do things like that where I think about it and treat it like a like an enjoyment like you have to have fun with it you can't have yeah. a pain you gotta find ways to make it like this is cool that I can do this I can make myself in my version like for myself like I can make myself hotter and still enjoy certain foods and I get to find a way to like kind of like have a secret book that's like my how I did it like yeah. how I changed my habit in life Yeah. so that was my little secret just small things like that was what I did if, if you go to the gym hardcore and do it or hire a personal trainer it'll be too hard and it's like too much stress Yeah. I would just do like as simple as changing your meals and sticking to like the same amount of food per day that was like, like or calorie number right so like yeah. with for me I do 
I haven't released it, but like I normally do online coaching more than in person because mm-hmm. my life is crazy. Yep. I have ADHD. So I prefer when I tell people, here's what you need to eat a day. Here's the meals I suggest for you to do. You send me updates every day if you're like at the grocery store, like, oh, they're out of the popcorn. What can I have instead? Like that's kind of way I prefer helping people yep. because that's more real. That's what will actually help them. If I go to the gym with you for now and be like, let's lift hard. Yeah. Good job. Remember to eat healthy. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck. Good luck. I yeah. don't need someone just to like tell me to run another kilometer and no. increase the speed of the treadmill. No. Like, I've literally even cooked like steak for one of my clients. Like, here's steak and potatoes. This is a portion you should eat. Tell me how you feel. Are you full? Are you still hungry? Like, no, I couldn't even eat it all. Cool. Yeah. Steak and potatoes. Nothing. No, I didn't add oils. I didn't add butter. Just steak and potatoes, right? Yeah. So things like that are like my way of... I would recommend people doing it. So it sounds like, is that as easy as like, yeah, that's how I got my six pack. It wasn't, you make, you get like your body, you get muscles in the gym, but you get your body in the kitchen. So if you do them both in moderation, you're going to get the best results because you can't, if you train for six hours a day, it's not going to do six times as much better than one hour. That's not how it works. So yeah. 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 Um, So, and I know that this is a, it's a quote unquote business. That you've started, you're just kind of taking on clients a little bit yeah, every it was, once in a while. It's because I work full time, but I'm like, you know what? At the same time, free, like you know, it's the same thing as OnlyFans. You're gonna make money doing yeah. something you love. Why not? So, do it? if anyone is interested, are you yeah. are, are you taking on new? Clients oh yeah, like for I would, I would definitely. I have some. Most of my clients actually are gay clients. So for most people that are aware, like because I'm not, you, you can be very comfortable around me. Like I'm not that judgmental personal trainer, so that's very comfortable for that way. But. Um, yeah, like I take people on in person because and there's always the chance that he's going to teabag you when he is. Uh, yeah, or a booty grab. You yeah, always the, a booty grab for a spot. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's definitely worth all the money. Yeah, that's that's where that's where the money comes in, basically. <laughs> so I do mostly in person, but a lot of people that aren't ready for the gym, which I think a lot of people when they don't have their habits in place, there's yep. no point in adding something more yeah, stressful. Yeah, yeah. That I would prefer to tell people, reach out for online coaching. Cause one, it's way cheaper. You don't have to pay $30 a session. You can pay like me a hundred dollars a month kind yep. of thing and actually get yep. online coaching and know what to when do. When you that need way. it for things you actually need. Yeah. For yep. the mostly meals. And like, if you need a workout plan, like, Hey, I'm at home. That's so easy. That stuff doesn't bother me. Yeah. So that's kind of my, my not a side gig. It's not even a business. It's just me helping people, but you got to pay. Yeah. Right. It's like my dick. You got to pay for things you... that I work hard for. <laughs> um, Again, you've done all the work to actually figure out all this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I, I too do not give away my shit for free either. Yeah, most of the time. Um, that did they go through Coach Marinsky or did I, they just anywhere? I'm pretty okay. open. All right, they can go any hole. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I don't think we've solved any world problems today. But <laughs> we've definitely um, gone around holes and back again. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Daniel, for being here today. I think it was a very informative and very interesting podcast. I know that a lot of the followers are there just for the dick. That's yep. fine. So they don't care about the personality. It's like Grinder, right? Yeah. It's because I'm not on Grinder. This is their way of getting it. I get that. But a lot of it is just I don't know how people think or perceive me. So I don't yes. know if people think I'm some asshole or some like really uptight or like mean person. But most of the time, like... I'm just awkward and shy. So when someone even leaves a comment on me, like most people are like when they leave something, even if it's like hard mode, you're like, oh, I love your body. So I'll just like like their comment, but I won't reply back. Not because I'm rude, but I'm just like, first of all, I don't know you. So I don't know if you're just doing this to like try to get a dick pic. Because yep. most people, when I did reply originally, yeah. I'd be nice. Like, oh, thank you so much. And so like that, they just immediately drop a dick pic. Yeah. Right into it. Not even like just like the full, not even when you had the click to view it, just like full on. Easy. Welcome to the gay world. Yeah. So yeah. for that point, it actually is something like in general, 
you're paying to see mine. I'm not asking to see yours. If I ask, then show it. But yeah. that's the kind of issue where I stopped answering as much and I kind of like changed my settings a bit. I don't mm-hmm. know if it fucked up things. Yeah. But I did that because I was like, look, I want people to interact with me as uh, who I am because you can see all my body. That's fine. You don't need to see more by messaging me. You're going to see it all just pay yep. a few bucks, but get to know me the only way is to message me. Yeah. Right, because who I am in the pictures is not the personality. Really, yeah. as you get to know who I am, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more underneath the the hood than what there is there, right? When so. uh, when you first walked in the door, because we had never actually talked in real life, yeah. So we've only ever chatted over Insta, and again, even uh, DMing and all that stuff, it is very curated. You you can type and fix up what you want to say, and you know, there's no voices and whatever. Yeah. You walk through my door, I'm like, this is not the guy that I thought you were going to be. Mm-hmm. Within like two seconds, I'm like, yeah. What the fuck so yes you are a very different person than what i had as my i'm not your, i'm not your traditional like douchey no, chat or like no. where i'm like it's while i love my body i'm not full of myself in the way that i think like life i life doesn't give in you know it's not one thing i'm like oh yeah i'm yeah. better than life it's just that, like i'm a big believer of like i'm i'm proud of my body because mm-hmm. i worked hard on it but that's i know i have other flaws in my life so i don't think i'm perfect like yeah. my brain is so fucked up and mentally mm-hmm. mentally wrong that like i know that i might be like in a weird way, I think everyone has a, a purpose. So, like, I learned in my purpose, I might not ever be the most rich person in life. I might not run the biggest business. But, like, there's certain parts in that smaller area of life, my more close circle, I feel like I'm going to really excel in that area. It might be with my love partner or yep. with my my self-esteem or something. That's where I feel like my purpose in life yep. is. It's, it's not a big picture. It's a smaller picture. Yep. But I'm happy with that. So I've kind of, like, learned to Makes accept sense. And that's why, like, in my goal, after being so successful and no one sticking around for my past, I'm more like, I would rather people come to my funeral than, and, like, want to, right? Yeah. Not because they want to get something from me, but because, like, he helped me and, like, yeah, I yeah. respect it. So that's kind of my way in life now is people that meet me, I have a small circle because I don't trust people. But mm-hmm. if you come in, you're saying, hey, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not here to maliciously, then I'm probably going to let you in. Yeah. That's my way. I'm going to be wrapping this up. Once again, you can catch him on at marinsky.fit yeah. right on the insta i'm still trying to get him to make the twitter but he hasn't done it uh, probably because he doesn't want to just drop free dick pics he'd rather <laughs> have you pay for it uh the only fans then is the same, same exact same nice yeah. and easy for all you drunken stupid boys you don't even have to figure out how to spell it differently because it's exactly the same link is in the bio even your even the ladies we will allow you to give him some money did you have any parting shots? Any words of wisdom that you want to give my listeners? Ah, uh, stay freaky. <laughs> All stay right. Stay freaky. Don't forget that we will be launching a brand new a segment at the end of the week. Dan's here. We are going to be... Oh my God, are we watching one of your OnlyFans videos? Is that what's going on? I believe so. Okay. Um, so, yes, we are dropping a new, a new video segment where... I'm going to awkwardly be watching porn with Dan, and this time it's actually his movies, so I don't know how it's actually going to work out, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I will be dropping the deets um, on the on how you'll be able to watch us watch him uh, pretty soon. It's going to be super exciting. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sure that... Um, I'll probably try to tell him that he's got to verify the merchandise. So what I see on the yep. screen has to be real life. Again, slap it on my face. I don't care. And yeah, that's all I've got. So uh, love and light, bitches. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at The Gay Agenda YYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. 
Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Love and light, bitches. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's all this dick sucking all the time. Right? Jesus. You got a gargle in between, that's why. I know, I really do. And not just the jizz. <laughs> um, Something fizzy. Yeah. <laughs> it can be if they've got the chlamydia. Oh, oh I, there, yeah. there you go. <laughs> um, so, fuck, what we're talking It only happened to me three times, don't worry. Yeah, no, oh, my <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Oh. Again, I need to rewind my head because I can't even remember what we were talking about.